This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 924. Improve your fluency immediately with teacher Amy. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English, downloaded more than 18 million times with former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Aubrey Carter, the IELTS whiz. If you are stuck with a low score, our insider method will help you get the score you need to unlock your dreams. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz at allearsenglish.com slash my score. Special guest Amy Whitney from Real English Conversations shares with you today two activities to improve your speaking fluency for IELTS. Learn how just 10 minutes a day can improve your IELTS speaking score. Wondering about your fluency level? Take our simple English fluency quiz and find out if you're 50% fluent, 65% fluent, or 80% fluent. Plus, get ready for an exciting new course release coming up in early June. Learn from real English conversations so you can finally get competent. Take the quiz at allearsenglish.com slash fluency score. Good morning or good afternoon, IELTS Energy listeners. Um, we are so lucky. We have a special guest today, a native teacher who specializes in speaking fluency. Um, welcome to the show, Amy Whitney. <laughs> hey, thank you so much for having me on this show today. When you first asked me to come on, I thought, oh, no, I, I can't help with anything related to IELTS, but you're right. <laughs> speaking fluency, I can help with that. <laughs> That's awesome. So Amy Whitney, um, her company, her brand, her website is called Real English Conversations. Um, and you do a podcast, is that right? Yeah, we have a podcast where we have everyday conversations between me and my husband or other guests that come onto our show. And we're just really trying to have interesting material and content that people can listen to, to get access to that authentic English. So it's pretty cool. That's awesome. So mm -hmm. regarding like relating this to IELTS, how it would help students, your podcast specifically, um, this would of course help their listening skills. Would you say that you guys speak at like a native pace or do you slow down at all? Well, this is the thing. We are actually from British Columbia, Canada, which is on the West Coast, which I think is the same area where you are. Yeah. And yeah. I find that we're pretty laid back people. Totally. And the way that we speak is just a little bit slower, but <laughs> it's not intentional. I'm not speaking slowly so and funny. clearly because I'm trying. I just open my mouth and speak well and people understand me. So yeah, we speak at a natural speed, but nice. yeah. <laughs> you know, it's it's funny because students sometimes ask, like, how can I practice the Canadian accent? Because um, IELTS is IELTS stands for the International English Language Testing System. And mm -hmm. listeners to this podcast hopefully know that I was an examiner for 14 years. I've been teaching IELTS for, gosh, like 16 years. And yeah, you guys, you're going to hear all accents on the exam. And you can hear... 
I mean, I wouldn't say there's like a really strong Canadian accent, but if you listen closely, guys, like Amy and I will pronounce things slightly differently, right? Like there mm-hmm. is such a thing as a Canadian accent. So guys, her podcast, Real English Conversations, would be super helpful for y'all preparing for the IELTS exam, um, for listening specifically. And I was actually on a recent episode, of, uh, which was super fun. So guys, where can people find your podcast? Uh, Probably the best way to find anything related to what we do is going to be directly on the website. You're going to see the links that we have to the podcast to register as a free member, for example, to try our online courses, um, the links to YouTube, all that stuff. It's all on the website. All right. And that's realenglishconversations.com? Yes, thanks for taking. Uh, Sweet, thanks for putting that in. <laughs> I was like, Amy, what's this address? Um, okay, guys, so that will definitely help your listening. But we are going to focus on speaking today. So, guys, in order to get a seven or higher on the IELTS speaking test, um, you're graded on four different categories, right? So, fluency and coherence, grammar, vocab, and pronunciation. We're going to focus on the fluency aspect today, just being comfortable saying the words, right? Um, Getting that connection quicker from your brain to your mouth so you're not hesitating. Because if you hesitate, guys, too many ums, too many pauses, you cannot get a seven or higher for fluency and coherence. So Amy has two activities that you guys can start doing immediately to improve your fluency. So this first activity, I need you to explain this a little bit here, Whitney. Whitney, that's your last name. (laughs) Amy, it's called repeat three times. So what is this all about? Okay, so first of all, related to these two techniques that I'm going to talk about, it's going to be two aspects, the fluency and the vocabulary, because with most of the things that I teach and the exercises that I do personally to increase my own language skills faster, I try to work multiple areas of my brain, thinking, and practice as much as I can in a short period of time. So related to this one, the repeat it three times it is not rocket science. It sounds like it is. Um, we're actually <laughs> we're going to be repeating an idea or maybe a speaking practice activity for the IELTS exam three times. Not just a short sentence, not single words, but an entire idea. We need to be thinking in English while we're speaking to strengthen that skill. That itself is an actual skill. So this is what we're practicing. So can so. you give me an example? Like what so you've you've used this yourself, right? Because yes. you're a high level um language learner. You you live mm-hmm. in Mexico. Your Spanish is fluent. You've had to, you know, work hard on that to um be able to communicate in this other country. So can you give me an example of this activity that our students might do um in English? Oh, yeah, definitely. This can be done for any language and most importantly, at any level. So the first time that you're wanting to express your idea or answer a question that you're supposed to answer with speaking, 
you're just going to be thinking about what you want to say. And normally in a conversation, we limit ourselves to stick to the words that we know and what we're comfortable using. Mm -hmm. But the idea with this activity is to move outside of your speaking comfort zone. Awesome. And when you're alone, you have access to more vocabulary than you have when you're under pressure. So it's really important to practice it on your own. So the first time that you're doing this speaking attempt, you can just um, try to explain your idea the best you can with the most detail that you'd like to use, thinking about the structure, correcting any errors that come out of your mouth in a different way than you had in your head, and most importantly, stopping to look up words that you realize that you don't know. And that's ah. something you can't do that in a conversation because it's awkward to stop and say, one minute, let me check Google. <laughs> yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, okay. Yes. So I think like I could relate this to some really great speaking practice for part two. I love this idea of approaching it slowly and methodically and with the idea of I am going to challenge myself to improve right now. So in the mm -hmm. next 10 minutes, let's say, I'm going to improve my speaking part two answer. So yes. if we connect this repeat three times to speaking part two, guys, you could get one part two card and just answer it as you normally would, right? And mm -hmm. then answer it again, right? So in the second yeah. time, guys, you could speak more slowly, force yourself to slow down. And like Amy said, if you hear yourself repeating a vocab word, right, then Try stop. To find something else. <laughs> exactly. exactly. Go and to com. right? Find another word. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So the uh, the first attempt is really about just figuring out what you're missing. The second attempt is to really give your brain the chance to express it in a slightly different way and fill in those remaining gaps. But the third time that you do it, this is when you're really going to focus on fluency. And, you know, like you said, slow down a little bit. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, you're like a video trying to buffer with slow internet. You know, <laughs> like you don't want your words to be coming out so fast that you get to the end of your thinking and then you need to stop and think in order to start speaking again. So by slowing down just a little bit and focusing on the fluency, it gives you that opportunity to use and uh, put those thoughts you've already went through and organized in your head and the vocabulary, you're putting it into action, but in a really flowing, confident way. It's really, really good for confidence. Okay. That's awesome. I love it. Um, mm -hmm. Guys, this is one of the most common pieces of advice I actually give students that I work with in our personal coach um, classes is to slow down. <laughs> because when we speak so fast, guys, you can't think of vocab. You repeat yourself. You can't think of ideas. Um, mm -hmm. The pronunciation suffers because you're like, you know, running your words together. Um, mm -hmm. And the fluency ultimately suffers most of all because you're you're getting ahead of yourself yeah. <laughs> on the one hand, right? And it just – it becomes a hot mess basically. So slowing down I think – is one of the best pieces of advice. But this repeat three times activity, I, I love. Um, guys, we are going to give you another activity, but real fast, guys, go to our website, allearsenglish.com slash IELTS. This is episode 924. Um, in the blog post for this episode, you will see the steps to these activities, guys, so you can start using them yourself at home immediately.
Okay, so now the second idea for improving fluency regarding translation. This is somewhat controversial <laughs> um, from a language teaching standpoint. So how do you recommend students use a translation activity at a higher level? Okay, so the first thing is that this method or activity that I'm going to be talking about is for advanced learners. I don't recommend it for beginners or a low-level intermediate because it can develop some bad habits or make you feel dependent. But mm -hmm. the idea that I'm talking about is not... Okay, to clarify, first of all, <laughs> what is bad, bad translation? Bad translation is somebody who thinks of word for word in the same order with complete disregard to anything that they've learned about the structure of the language. So, for example, in Spanish, if I want to say I'm 36 years old, I have to say it in a way of I have 36 years. Right. So when somebody says that to me, I know that they're doing literal translation without respecting anything that they've learned related to the grammar rules. And that's a bad habit and a bad type of translation. We need to at least think of the phrases. But when we think about people like interpreters, these high-level bilingual people that can literally take an idea and all of its nuances and convert it into another language, that's not a bad thing. That's skill. Okay? Right. And this is the type of activity that I like to do. I love translation. I don't know why. It's just something that I really like. Okay. It's fun because it's this, it's getting perspective on the language that you don't get otherwise, right? I mean, exactly. teachers are always saying like, think in English, think in English. Um, but this is a whole other way to encourage your brain to get into the language. The target language is tied to the target culture, right? Yeah, so it's not exactly. just about like a word for word, I have 36 years, right? It's yeah. about like, how would this native speaker express this idea um, without translating word for word, right? So it's, exactly. Yes. Okay. I love it. Um, yeah. So is this, is this something you have done a lot of to get yourself more fluent in Spanish? Actually, this is my go-to activity because I don't know about you, but I have no time. If I have 20 <laughs> minutes or 30 minutes a day, I need to do something and it needs to count. So yeah. for me, this is like my ideal activity. It really works my brain super hard. I always learn something new. It teaches me grammar, new vocabulary, and probably most importantly, it forces me to think in a way that my English brain does not want to think in yeah. Spanish. So anyway, let me explain how this goes. So um, the, the first thing that you guys are going to do is just go to good old Google Translate. We're not translating into our target language. We're translating from the target language into English. Or sorry, the other way around. Where <laughs> English is the target language. <laughs> I'm thinking from my own perspective here. So <laughs> anyway, um, what you're going to do is... Open up Google Translate, find some text in English. Um, for example, podcast transcriptions with natural speaking are a great source. And copy maybe one paragraph in. And on the other side, translate into your native language. Hmm. It doesn't matter if your native language is perfect. We already know how to speak that language. That's mm -hmm. not what it's not what we're looking for. We're just using it as a reference. So what I do on my computer, I open up like the calculator app and I just cover the target language and I'm looking literally one sentence at a time. I look at the um, my native language and I think, how 
would I say that in the target language? Mm. And I say it out loud. And then I move down my calculator and I look and, oh, no, I did not say that in the same way. And usually there's something different about the structure, maybe the choice of words or something that, frankly, I never would even think about saying in Spanish. Like, Mm. It would not even occur to me. And I didn't realize that that was a way that I could express the same idea. So for me, my goal is to do just a short amount of text, maybe one or two paragraphs. And I work one sentence at a time through it. And then I try to say the whole thing. But I'm just looking at my native language as a reference to remind me what's on the other side. And I really find that this does something in my bu- in my brain. It's like this deep level of understanding. Yeah. And later on in the evening, the phrases are running through my head. Things awesome. that I struggled to understand before feel natural. And I just really, really love doing this. You can do this with songs as well. Songs are fun and challenging. Yeah, <laughs> or, or poetry as well. Exactly. That's something yeah. that I've um, – if I do get motivated to improve my Spanish, I that's something that I like to do is look at some poems and think about how can I express those in English, right? Exactly. Um, I mm-hmm. love it, guys. Um, if you are a Three Keys student, these are two activities that you should definitely add to your study plan. Um, I would say like five to 10 minutes a day, right? Um, mm-hmm. Like Amy said, we are all so busy, you guys. <laughs> Um, Mm -hmm. But if you can carve out, and I know you can, five to 10 minutes a day to improve your fluency, just alternate between these activities, right? Do the repeat three times Monday, do the translation on Tuesday, and just say, I am going to dedicate myself for 10 minutes this morning to improving my English fluency. Guys, if you do not have our study plan, you should, or else you're wasting a bunch of time trying to improve your IELTS score. So guys, go to all your english.com slash k-e-y-s find out how you also can get our course and guaranteed score increase um okay fantastic amy is there Mm -hmm. anything else that you would like to tell us about that you've come out with lately i think you have some exciting new courses on your site Oh, I am so excited about these courses. I have been working really, really hard for the past few months to revamp our courses and all of the member features that we have. I just wanted to create a course that's basically like a study plan. You can come in, choose the level that's right for you, either Brave Beginner, Inspired Intermediate, or Confident Communicator, and start going through each lesson in order. Our courses are totally focused on communication and trying to improve your fluency, your listening skills, vocabulary use, and not just online, we actually tie this in with our member community. We have something called the REC Member Cafe, and this is where you're going to be able to meet up online virtually with other members on our website to practice speaking. We have a WhatsApp group where we have exercises for our members to practice every day, And we also have weekly speaking practice sessions with a teacher. So this is something that probably right now you guys are focused on IELTS, but if you're learning English and planning on doing something beyond IELTS to continue to work on your fluency, we definitely have some great options on our website. 
Awesome. Realenglishconversations.com. <laughs> <laughs> you got that in there. Awesome. Um, and guys, yeah. listen to uh, my episode on Real English Conversations as well. Awesome podcast for improving your listening, guys. And do add these two speaking activities to your IELTS study plans, everyone. Um, remember, go to allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Our courses are guaranteed to increase your IELTS score. Allearsenglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. All right. Awesome. Amy, thank you so much for sharing your activity ideas today. Um, I'm always excited to meet other teachers. You are awesome. Um, And I hope to have you on again in the future. Well, thank you so much for having me on. It was really a lot of fun. And yeah, I look forward to talking to you soon. Awesome. Have a good day, Amy. You too. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.